Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear friends of Christ, tonight the world pauses to celebrate. The presents are all wrapped under the tree with care, and some of them have probably already been unwrapped. The company has arrived, the kids are home from college, the stores are closed. Special Christmas Eve dinner is settling in, and it's time that we can sit back sit back and reflect on the real reason for the celebration. And it's actually in the angel's message. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This year in our Advent meditations, we have considered the songs that surround the birth of Christ as Luke records them. Zechariah and Mary and Simeon have all lent their voices, and tonight the crescendo grows to a climax as a zillion angels respond to the announcement, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. We have titled their song, Amazing Glory. The foremost of God's invisible creatures, the angels, were so excited about the new relationship between God and man that they praised God with everything that they had. They glorified God. To give God glory is to honor him. To give glory is to hold him in the highest possible esteem, to acknowledge that he, the Lord, is supreme over all things. The powerful creator and ruler of the universe, who in his grace determined to send his son, his only son, to rescue, to redeem, to ransom humanity from its sin. This loving act, to send his son to die in our place, describes the awesome glory and honor due his name this evening. So why do we glorify God? Because God's glory reflects God's grace. The story is told of a European monarch who worried his courtiers by disappearing and walking around town incognito. When asked to cease and desist for security's sake, he responded, I cannot rule my people if I don't know how they live. For God's son, it is even more poignant, not only to live as us, to live among us, but to die the death that we deserved. He is Emmanuel, which is God with us. We do not deserve this grace. On the contrary, God who created us has the right to expect us to live according to his glory. But we know the situation. Paul reminds us in the letter to the Romans, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God in our thoughts, through our words, by our actions. We do not live up to what the Almighty has every right to demand. The Bible calls this sin. And in this, the coldest and darkest time of the year, the bleakness of our situation is clear. Yet the amazing glory of God is centered tonight on his grace, his undeserved love for us. Perhaps you heard the story about a man stopping on his way home from work at the grocery store to pick up a few items. He gets to the checkout counter. He's got a gallon of milk, a loaf of bread, and a Snickers bar in his cart. As he steps up to the register, the clerk holds out a fishbowl. If you pull out the winning ticket, all of your groceries are free, she says. Well, the bowl is full. The chances are slim. 
but he reaches in and fishes around, and he pulls out the winning ticket. He looks at his cart. What a waste. Six bucks worth of groceries. But this guy is sharp. He turns around to the woman standing behind him. She's got a mountain of groceries and two kids hanging off her leg. And he says, well, what do you know, honey? We won. <laughs> she looks at him. He winks and smiles. She steps up, puts her arm around him, and smiles as well. We, too, have been graced with a surprise. Like the woman, we've been given a gift. The good news, unto, oh, unto us a child is born in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. The gift of God's grace is not for us at the checkout counter, but at the judgment seat of God. And we respond with the angels, glory to God in the highest. He loves us tonight with an everlasting love. Despite our sin, he comes to us to be born a Savior. He came to live a perfect life of obedience, to be the perfect atoning sacrifice, and to rise victorious. Glory to God in the highest. For God's glory brings peace. Did you notice it was in the message? Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace. So many would include this among their Christmas wishes, if only it were possible, we think. Peace at home, peace in our families, in our congregation, peace in the world, in our nation, peace in our hearts. For many this evening, this service is a time of peace. By now, so many of the cultural and societal events of the season are over. Parents, grandparents can finally sit back and breathe a sigh of relief and focus on the gift of gifts. God's Son, come to be our Savior. As the angels promised in their song, God's grace and glory brings us his peace. Travis Tritt, a country singer if you're not aware of the name, Travis spent many years playing in out-of-the-way joints before he made it big in the music industry. Many of those places were, frankly, dangerous. Drunken fans starting fights over smallest things, but Trav found a unique way to keep the peace in such situations. He says, silent night proved to be my all-time lifesaver. Just when the bar fights started getting out of hand, when the barkers are reaching for their pool cues, and the rednecks are headed out for the gun racks, I'd start playing silent night. Didn't matter if it was the middle of July, I didn't care. Sometimes they'd even start crying, standing there watching me sweat and play Christmas carols. God offers to us tonight, through the word made flesh, the peace to know that our sins are forgiven. We have the peace of our Savior to know that even if everything went wrong in a worldly way this Christmas season, God still cares for us and has a plan for us. As Jeremiah the prophet wrote, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. His glory and his grace give us the peace to reach out and love to others as God loves us. And ultimately, one day, we will join with angels and archangels and with all the hosts of heaven to magnify and laud his glorious name. We praise God for his glorious peace. And praising, 
we confess that God's glory is recognized only by true faith. God's presence and peace are offered to all again this Christmas. Unfortunately, the attitude of so many reflects the feelings of the common folks of Bethlehem. Just no time, simply no place for Jesus to be born. Satan and sin continually want to shut Jesus out. We're tempted to think we can handle life by ourselves. After all, we've gotten this far without his glorious presence. Still, the multitude of heavens sang their glorious song. And the word of the Lord came to the shepherds, announcing the good news of great joy. And we're told the shepherds listened. God gave the shepherds grace to follow his instructions. They went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger, just as the angels had told them. They worshipped him and acknowledged this little child as the savior of the world. Even though their society thought little of them and their station in life, hardly worthy of God's love and favor, those shepherds trusted. They trusted in God's son. They loved, he loved them just as they were. And God gave them faith to accept his peace and hope. They glorified God along with the angels for the peace that God's promised one had come to bring. He would take their sins upon them to the cross. He would die and rise again to give eternal life. And so we celebrate tonight. We celebrate with the angels and the shepherds this evening as by grace we receive Jesus Christ in faith. Along with the shepherds, the apostles, the patriarchs, and the great cloud of witnesses that have gone ahead of us, in true faith we make room for the Lord Jesus Christ in our hearts and in our lives. Christmas is more than just sentimentality, more than just getting together around the fireplace before a beautiful tree. Christmas is about the one who came to hang on a tree. No glass ornaments, only drops of blood and bits of flesh. No garland except his broken body. No Hallmark greetings, only these precious words. You are forgiven. We can and do exchange gifts at Christmas, but none like this one, the amazing glory of God incarnate. We hold it by faith, in faith, faith itself being a gift. Here is God's amazing glory, the promise of eternal salvation to all who place their trust in him, in this little child born this day in the city of David, the Savior, who is Christ the Lord. We thank God for all of you here this evening. Along with the angels, we sing songs of glory to Christ. We also pray that this Christ is someone with whom you have a personal relationship and faith every day of the year. Jesus Christ is the one we glorify and worship more than just one night a year. Our Savior is someone we trust in for more than one day or one season. He is our glorious Lord for all eternity. In response for what he has done for us, we make room for him. So what does it look like to recognize the glory of God? Well, Mary Ellen Rothrock was a grad student at the University of Wisconsin-Madison back in the 60s, a rather tumultuous time for that institution. In college, she writes, atheism was my religion, yet I found myself seeking to fill a spiritual void. I began practicing transcendental meditation. Periodically, I would meet with a TM supervisor. 
after a year or so, I, I mentioned to this individual a, a recurring thought that would happen when I was trying to concentrate on the mantra that I was assigned. It's a line from Handel's Messiah. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. To my young mind, the music was thrilling, but the words seemed to be beyond this world. I loved the joyful language. Hallelujah, for the Lord omnipotent reigneth. For unto us a child is born, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. My TM supervisor told me to just ignore those words. But I thought, these just aren't random thoughts. And suddenly I realized it was the invitation. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed. When the work of the Spirit came to fruition in Mary's life. This night, we can't forget that work in our lives. God comes to us, Emmanuel. Truly, God is with us. And with the shepherds, we praise God for the glory of his grace. We joyfully receive his peace won for us on the cross. And in faith, we grasp the sure and certain hope of salvation, joining with the angel choirs to sing of his glory. Amen. Now may the peace which surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen.